I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Hayes. Hayes. Superstar. Superhuman. Collie Modulite. The speed of a bullet. He hits it. He's got it. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today we're doing something a little bit different that I'm, you know, I'm planning on implementing this a lot through the NRL season. I've put up on my Instagram page um, a spot for you guys to drop any questions you have. I've picked the three most interesting questions for me to have a chat about today. So I'll run you through the three questions that we're going to have. So the first question, do you think the new scrum rules will advantage certain teams? That one's from Joey Wilson. Another one from our good mate, Tom Burns. Who's your favorite player of all time? We'll dive into that one soon. And our last question from another one of our mates, Tom Stewart, asking, who do we think will win the 2020 Premiership? Let's dive in and have a crack. Our first question is sent in by one of our followers, Joe Wilson. He asks, do you think the new scrum rules will advantage certain teams? Joe, I think the new scrum rule is going to change the game of rugby league. So for those playing at home, the new scrum rule is that when you when it's your feet in a scrum, you're allowed to choose where on the field you want to have the scrum placed. So it means that you can either choose to be straight in front of the black dot or on one of the tram lines. So what this means to me is that, you know, your teams that are coached by top-level coaches like Bellamy, like Bennett, like Robinson, like Hasler, they are going to have set pieces of entire sets of six ready to target certain weaknesses of their opposing team. So each week when the, when the coaches go to training, they'll do their video on the team they're playing that week. They'll work out where the weaknesses are and they will have set pieces off scrums that directly target those plays. I think the NRL is expecting to see a lot more scrum plays, you know, where it might be a kick off a scrum like we saw in the All-Stars or something like that, which I think that will occur. But I think you'll start to see more sets of six that are that are directly targeted at a weakness of an opposition. I'll give you an example. In the 2019 Grand Final, had this rule already been in place, I guarantee you Trent Robinson would have had sets of six ready to target the edge of Leilua and Rapana. It was was 100% a target of the Roosters in that game, and they ended up getting 
the match-winning play out of it. Had this rule been available then, Robinson would have had sets of six that are directly aimed to suck the, the Raiders' defense into the middle and then attack that edge that the Roosters can take advantage of. I love this rule for 2020, and if you're a team with a top-level coach, you should be extremely excited for this upcoming season. It's got the heart. Our next question comes from Tom Burns in Ramwick. He asks, who's your all-time favourite player? Tough one, Tom. Um, I'm going to have to go with two guys that I just love watching and have always loved watching them throughout their entire careers. The first one's going to be Brad Fittler. Growing up in Sydney, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, just going to watch Freddie every weekend was just an absolute treat. He was just a freakish footballer. I, um, I'm a big fan of guys that are versatile on the field. And Freddie, you know, he was the Dallium Centre of the Year twice, the three-time Dallium 5-8 of the year, and he also won the Dallium Lock of the Year one year. He was just incredible. Over 300 games between the Roosters and Penrith. Freddie burst onto the scene in 1989 and was just, it was just like a duck to water. He was just an absolute freak. He's the first guy ever to play Australian schoolboys and then the year after play for the Kangaroos. He did that in 1989 and 1990. For me, when I was a kid growing up watching him in the early 2000s, Freddie was just unbelievable. I used to love watching the clashes between him and Johns. They were just something truly special. Um, Freddie had a great team around him at the Roosters, and he was just, it was just entertainment plus every time they took the field. As far as I'm concerned, Brad Fiddler should definitely be in the Immortals conversation. I think he's one of the incredibly unlucky players that seems to just get overlooked constantly for, the, for that title. The other bloke I'm going to mention is a guy that, you know, he flows, flies under the radar so often because he's left the game, but I thought as a youngster, he was just so good to watch. Carmichael Hunt. Hunt debuted when he was 17 years old in 2004 and was already playing for the Maroons and the Kangaroos by 2006. So within two years, he was already an Australian representative and a Queensland representative. Um, they won the premiership in 06, and Carmichael Hunt, he just, his game developed quickly you know we all remember the trademark sidestep but I think the thing that people forget is just how hard he ran back returns it was just unbelievable all of the Brisbane sets they just started on the front foot because of the way Carmichael Hunt returned the ball and in my opinion we haven't seen a guy like Carmichael Hunt since he debuted you know we all consider Billy Slater to be the greatest fullback ever but that young age Carmichael Hunt was a better fullback in my opinion you know you look back to the 2008 State of Origin series and Billy Slater playing fullback for game one lose to the Blues, and coach makes a decision to play Carmichael Hunt at fullback and move Billy Slater off the bench. Maroons go on to win game two, 30-0, and they also win game three. I like Carmichael Hunt to bump Billy Slater out of the fullback jersey, and the team improve out of sight straight away. It's, it's quite a compliment to the guy. In 2008, Carmichael Hunt became the youngest player ever to play 100 first-grade games. So he essentially played 100 first grade games in four seasons. So that's 25 games a year for the first four seasons of your career, which is just incredible. You know, I believe that if Carmichael Hunt would have stayed in the NRL, he would have been catching up to Cameron Smith now in the amount of games he would have played. He would have been right up there as one of the greatest ever as far as games played, definitely in the top three, in my opinion. Um, You know, you talk about those early years for him. Wayne Bennett once said that he's the bravest player he's ever coached. Now, for Wayne Bennett to say something like that, that just shows you the sort of character Carmichael Hunt was. 
he really was developing into you know one of the greatest fullbacks in the game. And I think eventually he, we would have seen him move to 5'8". I think he would have been the captain of the Broncos eventually. You know, they were already grooming him for that captaincy role. And you watch, you know, as he developed, you know, he had this unbelievable step. His kick returns, I've already mentioned, but it was his ball playing and his short kicking game that was just... It didn't compare to any others. I don't believe Slater's short kicking game ever got anywhere near that of Carmichael Hunt. I'm not sure if any fullback ever has. His selective passing that he had was just unbelievable. Three on threes, threes on twos. He just never made a bad decision, whether it was with his hands or or with his foot. I think he's one of the most underrated players that have played rugby league. And I think that we really lost a special talent when Carmichael Hunt left. He kicks again. He'll get there. He's over. Final question comes from Tom Stewart. He asks, who will win this year's competition and why? It's going to be a really tough year this year. Um, I'm expecting one of the closest comps we've ever seen. Um, I think the Roosters come back to the pack a little bit. The team that I can see winning the comp in 2020 is the Melbourne Storm. Um, I just love the system that Bellamy and Smith have designed down there. It's just a, um, it's like Tom Brady and the Patriots and Bill Belichick over in the NFL. It's just everyone's got their little role. and If they do it right, success will follow. I look back at their 2019 season where they fell one game short against the grand final where they were, you know, they were outplayed. They, they sort of got out-Melbourned by the Roosters. Um, I think the Roosters have come back to the pack and I think that Melbourne's forward pack this year is just going to be something else. I love the amount of explosive front rowers they've got, whether it be Bromwich, Asophis on the Mona, Tino's coming up and he's an up-and-comer that's going to explode this year. And I love their back rowers, Felice Cafusi. Kenny Bromwich, they just do a job every week. They're good with the ball. They're solid in defence. They just won't let you down. Then, of course, we've got the combination at lock of Dale Finucane and Brendan Smith. Brendan Smith is just, he's unbelievable. We saw him in the All-Stars game, what he brings to a footy side. The impact he has on the Storm side is similar to the impact that Cam Murray and Victor Radley have on their teams. He just brings a little bit of X-factor that puts Melbourne in the front seat. The other factor I'm most excited for with Melbourne is Ryan Pappenhausen. We saw last year he sat behind Jerome Hughes and Scott Drinkwater in the reps for fullback in their preseason. Now he's their first choice. They're going to have an entire offseason getting used to inserting Ryan Pappenhausen into their shapes and structures, and they're going to learn how to utilise him the best way possible. I can't wait to see what Cameron Smith, Craig Bellamy, and Cameron Munster do with him over an entire preseason. My next man, Cameron Munster, this guy is just an absolute freak. And sooner or later, he's going to have that season where he just explodes and is the best player in the NRL by a country mile. I'm not saying that will be 2020, but my God, he's getting close. We saw last offseason, you know, you could see how hard he worked on his kicking game. And we saw that come to the front during 2019. He has got one of the best left foot kicking games in the game now, and I can't wait to see the improvement he has in 2020. The scariest thing about Munster for me is that he can beat you in so many ways as a defender when you're marking Munster. Like, he just looks like the sort of guy he can either run around you, he can run through you, or he can just run straight over the top of you. It's literally up to him how he wants to take you on. The biggest thing about Munster, you know, we all get caught up in his highlights. The biggest thing about Munster is the way that he finds his elbows and knees every single time. He never loses a contest. He always has forward momentum, which generates ruck speed for the Melbourne Storm, for your Cameron Smiths, and for your Brandon Smiths to take advantage of. I love Munster in 2020. I think him and Melbourne are in for a huge season. Anyone that knows footy 
knows that defence wins comps. It's been the same saying for the last 100 years, and it's as true today as it was in 1908. Defence wins comps. Melbourne have been the best defensive team in the NRL for the last six or seven years. That's not going to change next year. Their attitude isn't changing at all. This is all built off Craig Bellamy, who, in my opinion, is one of the greatest coaches rugby league has ever seen. They're my tip to win the 2020 Premiership. Thanks for tuning in to our first Q&A podcast. Uh, we'll see what the response is to these. I quite enjoyed it, so I'll um, I'll hopefully get some more of these out. Just keep an eye on the Instagram page whenever you see me flick up the, uh, the question column and you can throw them in there and I can have a look at them. Thanks for listening once again. Remember to subscribe, like and share to all your mates. Thanks for tuning in. Keep playing smart footy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.